everybody, it's me, John Raphael, and welcome to the first episode of OK, Let's Go, Five Topics, 30 Minutes. Today, I am joined by my very close friend and actress, Chelsea Ireland. Chelsea, welcome to the show. How's it going? So good. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited well, to be on your podcast. Well, you for my first guest. Yes, and thank you for being my first podcast. You've never done a podcast before? No, isn't that wild? That is wild. But anyway, thank you so much for being here. But we're going to get right into it. Okay, okay, let's go. Yes. So the Oscars were held this past Sunday and Everything Everywhere All at Once did a nice clean sweep winning Best Picture, Best Actress for Michelle Yao, Best Supporting Actress for Jamie Lee Curtis, Best Actor, Best Director. I could go on. Chelsea, we saw this movie together last year. We we did. did the I loved movie it. Yes, I think so. They also had the best campaign. They were like the only movie that had a campaign that was noticeable. True. I mean, they definitely had the momentum. I don't know if I love this movie. Interesting. I don't know. It's like, it's a bit too kooky for me. Like, I would say I love the message and I love the way it ends. It was really moving. But like the the weird fingers and like the different realities, like, <sighs> I don't know if I'm weird enough for this type of film. Oh, yeah. You're so normal. <laughs> the hot dog fingers. You are. The hot dog fingers killed me. And then they did it when they were singing the song. I loved that. No, that's true. I mean, it was definitely creative. And for a town that thrives with, you know, sequels and all that, which we'll get into later, um, it is always nice to see kind of like an original idea kind of come to life. And also, mm-hmm. the directors went to my alma mater, Emerson <gasps> College. No way. Do they know you? I sadly know, but they're around my age, so maybe we went to school together. But uh-huh. um, you look was, much younger. What did you think about Jamie Lee Curtis winning? Oh my! God. So I was rooting for her. I was so excited when she won. I screamed, and I don't know if you clocked Miss Angela Bassett. She looked like she, you know, what I don't know was the coldest stare, but. It's a tough one because I love Angela Bassett and she Same. she kind of not I don't want to say deserve because like it's an Oscar like really at the end of the day who cares but like she should have won for playing Tina Turner back in the 90s and mm-hmm. she was excellent in Black Panther Wakanda Forever which I did see like a few days ago as well. Yeah but then she didn't clap or stand and I was like okay. Yeah. At least is- like we're we're actors like you can just at least pretend you're happy. Yeah, I agree. And also for, for people that aren't in tune with like the awards campaign in the industry, it's like you're with these nominees for like the entire award season. You go to every award show together. So she's probably gotten to know Jamie Lee quite well. So it was kind of weird to not see her stand or kind of, you know, clap enthusiastically as she should have. But I love mm-hmm. Angela Bassett, but I love oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. And I was shocked that this was her first um, Oscar nomination. Yeah, ever. she was shocked, too. <laughs> But she's so good. I mean, she has so many iconic film roles, like Freaky Friday, obviously Halloween. Um, I I mean, I love that Freaky Friday is the one I go to first. No, maybe not. But still, um, definitely a legend. Oh, yeah. I just, I cried on hers. Like everyone from all the actor nominations, I cried. And I don't cry. Like everyone was just so... hmm? Go, Go ahead. Oh, just everyone was so grateful and not douchey when they gave their acceptance speech i loved it are you referring to will smith last year who slapped someone and then gave a 17 minute speech pretty much Ugh, yes and then everyone gave him a standing ovation i was like oh god 
Yes, we have moved on from that moment. I think Jimmy was right when he said that, you know, we were kind of maybe too stunned to do anything last year. I don't know what I would have done in the situation, but um, before we talk about all that stuff, I do want to talk about Michelle Yao, who made history as the first lead Asian-American woman to win Best Actress, and she deserves it. Yes, she. I knew she was going to win. She was so good in that movie. I she's such a good actress. She is. I mean, she's been in the industry for a while. Crashing Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Crazy Rich Asians. You've, even if you've never heard of her, you've seen her in something. And I'm sure by now everyone's heard of her. Um, mm-hmm. Kate Blanchett was, was, I didn't see Tar. We talked about this the other week that we were maybe thinking about it, but it was maybe too long. But I don't need to see Tar to know that Kate Blanchett probably gave an amazing performance. She did. Um, I've watched it three times and I'm still not finished. So you because it's really is it just not good or is it just it's I think it's just really long yeah it's like which, two hours and forty minutes no thank you you sold it to me it was like oh it's the shortest one it's only ninety minutes and I was like really <laughs> and you're like oh no wait I lied it's actually almost as long as Avatar yeah did you see no, Avatar you. no I haven't seen the first one either oh you'll in my opinion you're not missing too much I know it's like oh. the highest grossing film of all time but. And it's, you know, visual effects, great. Um, it was nominated last night for Best Picture as well, but does it do mm-hmm. it for me? Probably not. Probably not. There's a, There was another award history in the making Tell me. last night. Brendan Fraser was the first Canadian to win a Best Actor nomination. How is that award. possible? Canadians are always winning. But what Canadian won Best Actor? I mean, I... I... I can't tell you. All the Canadians are Jim Carrey. Right Jim Carrey did not know. Nope. But Ryan like, Reynolds. Nope. Half the oh wait, did industry. Ryan Gosling? No, Ryan Gosling didn't win. Nope, he did not win for La La Land or I don't know what else he was nominated for. Maybe, but um, the Brendan notebook. Fraser. Did you watch the whale? I did watch the whale. Well, what's I, your verdict? Oh, I was rooting for him. He was fantastic in that movie. I honestly didn't think he was going to win. I thought it was going to go to Austin Butler for Elvis. Um, but Elvis got snubbed, I think, entirely last night. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Did you watch Elvis? I know. I did. I, I, it took me, the first time I watched it, I was not into it because I forgot. I didn't realize it was a Baz Luhrmann movie, so I wasn't expecting that. And then, it, and then I gave it another go, and then I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, Because I didn't know Elvis's story. It was so heartbreaking. I mean, there's been so many things about Elvis that I'm I'm shocked it took so long for like a major, major motion picture to be made like this. But I watched Elvis last time where I thought it was a lot of fun. Baz Luhrmann is one of my favorite directors. Moulin Rouge is a masterpiece. I know you don't like oh. musicals. I love Moulin Rouge. Okay. What, what I makes saw you, it once. But you saw it once and you remember it? Yeah, and I used to listen to that soundtrack. Okay, so you do like musicals. You're lying to me. I don't, I mean, I don't. It's, I'm picky. That's okay. You can be picky. You can be okay. picky. Did you see Angela Thank Bassett you. holding Austin Butler's hand when they were calling his nomination? <gasps> I didn't. Oh, you should go back and watch that. It was cute. It was good. Oh. Good for Angela. Yeah. Now, before we talk herself. about anything else at the Oscars, let's talk about Jimmy Kimmel. What did you think of him? As oh, I thought he killed it. I agree. I mean... I do. I think that maybe you know he's a safe choice having hosted before. Sure, but I think he's so good. I thought his jokes were hilarious. 
Um, he really knows how to play that room. He really does. And I we all laughed out loud watching it, which is very rare these days. What did you think about and, his Will Smith jokes? You know, I thought they were great. He wasn't mean. He was just being funny. Yes. And I did love his Ozempic joke because for, you know, yeah. Ozempic is the hot topic in Hollywood right now. Yes. Are you on Ozempic? That was not yet. <laughs> Now, Ozempic is not supposed to be a weight loss drug, people, but it is no. what allegedly the stars are using to maintain their figure. Um, yeah. Not FDA approved their... for that, though. No, it isn't. And apparently a lot of people that actually need Ozempic, like actual diabetics, are not able to get enough medication. Because everyone is using it for being skinny? Correct. Um, I diverted from Jimmy Kimmel, but I thought he did a I'll great job as host. Um, I did a little bit with Jimmy Kimmel about tw- 10 years ago when when, Shut he, up. when he appeared on the Kathy Griffin show. He actually asked me to bite his ear, <gasps> and I did. Oh, my gosh. And he was, was so, he nice, so nice, so friendly. Um, anytime I went to his show just to watch him, um, I thought he was great. So when Jimmy oh, succeeds, I, so... I think we all succeed. He's kind of the best late-night host, I think. He is because he's not – yeah, there's something to say – to be said about like not being mean when like punching down and he doesn't do that correct and he gave everyone snacks did he i missed that part yeah he had mentioned something i think and then i saw on instagram someone had posted and he put little snacks under everyone's chair oh well i'm sure he didn't do it but i salute you know it's like didn't i think ellen gave people pizza one year i don't remember but um Good. They need oh, to be yeah. fed. It's a long show, which he kept making jokes about, and it's true because they wanted to add more of the categories in which, fine, fine. I mean, yeah. I mean, they fine. forget that it's a TV show, though, and I do think the TV show should be shorter and it should be entertaining, and that's the Oscars sometimes forget that it needs to be entertaining. But again, Jimmy yeah. did a great job. What did you think about Rihanna, Lady Gaga, Lenny Kravitz? Pick one. Okay. Um... We can talk about Lady Gaga. Who was not supposed what? to perform. Those were all the reports this week that were, that were saying that she was busy filming the Joker and that she wouldn't have enough time to prep a performance. But then there she was, a nice stripped down version of Hold My Hand from Top Gun. And I thought she did great, as always. I thought she did great, too. But it felt a little inauthentic when she was pretending that the Top Gun song, song was very personal. Well, why do you think that? Maybe it is personal to her. Maybe, but then she—I just felt like she was trying too hard to be stripped down and like the opposite of what she used to be. Well, she literally and stripped I'm a, down. I love Lady Gaga, but you I was just Lady not Gaga. feeling. Well, but again, she sounded great. She, oh, she was so good, and even when her little earpiece blew out and she ripped it out, she like did not miss a beat. Did you think Rihanna was singing live? Oh, I didn't think. I just assumed she was because. I she think sounded she was. flawless. I think she was. Um, Do people not? You never know these days. Uh, but Rihanna, you know, at the Super Bowl, she did not sing live because how can you uh, with an audience that large? But um, I believe she was singing oh. live last night. Yeah, I'd like and, to think so. And Lenny Kravitz really doesn't age, I tell you. Oh, he still has it. Like he still, And he sounded great. The memoriam was great. Oh. It was. Oh, that joke that Jimmy Kimmel made about... Um, Robert Blake? Yeah. 
Now, for those that don't that was... know, Robert Blake was a TV actor who was huge back in the 70s and 80s. And then he was convicted of, I believe it was rape or was it mm. murder? Either murder. way, not great. Um, so that is why he was not included in the in memoriam yeah. section. Um, but <laughs> yeah, no, I think Rihanna looked great. Lenny Kravitz, of course, sounded great. Um, I'm always happy when my pop stars make their appearances on these big award shows. Now, before yeah. we switch topics, I want to know, were there any other moments that you loved from last night? Uh, oh, the moment that like made me actually sob was when the best supporting actor from Everything Everywhere looked at the camera and said, you don't give up on your dreams. Yes, uh... No, that moved me to also the fact that he was, you know, the little kid in Indiana Jones and the Goonies and Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford were both there last night. It's like such a full yeah. circle moment for him. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, I kind of agree with you. Like for me, it was a great show, but it was forgettable. Um, they they kind of maybe played it too safe, but I think that's kind of what we need right now is is a little bit of calm in this country. So I'm okay with them playing it yeah. safe. Um, they didn't need too I'm much okay. edge. And the ratings were actually up from last year. So that's a good mm-hmm. thing for the And I thought the production design was beautiful. I agree. I agree. I love the little screens. And, and I love the, the every seat had the light strip from that you could see from the top camera. Again, we're getting mm-hmm. too technical. Anyway, yeah. moving on to the next topic, The Last of Us. The season <gasps> finale was last night. And I have to say I miss it already. Now, I'm not going to spoil it for you because okay, thank you. you've been busy being an adult or whatever it is you do, so you haven't watched it yet. But I do want to ask you, what is the name of the show? <laughs> it's The Last of Us, but I always call it The End of Us, which, which fitting in my well. defense is the same thing. Yeah, I, I, don't think, uh, I don't think you're wrong in that you know synonym, but... Um, for the record, it is The Last of Us, and the we last shall of refer us. it to The Last of Us for the duration okay. of this podcast recording. Okay. So be you hard. didn't watch the season finale. I will say, I'm not going to spoil it, but um, okay. I thought it was tamer than the week before's episode where she was almost you know, raped and killed <gasps> by that man, but it was oh. still a very tense episode, um, and it doesn't quite end on a cliffhanger, so I'll be very curious to hear what you say, but... Um, okay. What did you think of the show in general? Oh, I loved it. I didn't. Well, for I didn't know it was a video game. So if I had known that, I probably wouldn't have jumped on it right away. Did you know it was about zombies? No, I didn't either. But I also watched Walking Dead, so I, I can watch a zombie show. Well, that's the difference between those two shows. So I'm glad you brought that up is Walking Dead is very clearly a zombie show where I think The Last of Us is a dramatic series about the end of the world with a zombie here and there because it really wasn't a full-blown zombie show. No, I don't even think there was a zombie last week. And who knows if there was one in the season finale? Not you because you didn't watch (gasps) yet. I know. But I need to. I'm going to watch it tonight. I just need to see my boyfriend, Pedro. Pedro. Pedro Pascal really mm-hmm. is doing the damn thing because the, his other show, The Mandalorian, which have you watched that one? No. I haven't seen a single Star, Star Wars. Wars anything. Why are you here? 
I don't know. I no. need to watch it. You do need to watch it. The Mandalorian is actually a great show, but to compare it to The Last of Us, um, they're not dissimilar in the sense that in The Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal plays kind of a bounty hunter that is protecting Baby Yoda. And oh. in Last of Us, he is not so much a bounty hunter, but he's a hunter of sorts and he's protecting um, Bella Ramsey, who I also think is excellent. Yeah, and I she was from Game of Thrones. She was, and I didn't really care for her, her character, or their character, excuse me, on Game of Thrones. Um, but Bella really killed it in the series. I, I I love everything that they did with the role and the yes. growth that you see throughout these eight episodes, um, because that character yeah. can like really, for me, that character can either be very annoying or endearing and they played it like right on the edge which I appreciated yeah they did and I really love the relationship they have with Pedro Pascal like in real life you yeah can, they're, they're they're friends I feel like I'm friends with them but it just he there was an interview and he said that uh they were like that same dynamic and on set as as they were playing on the show well, since you didn't watch that. the season finale, what do you think happened in the season finale? And then next time I have you on, we can assess whether you were right or wrong. Oh, what do I think? Um, I don't... Oh. Now, last we left off, um, Bella Ramsey's character had flown out of a flaming you know, house and yes. right into the arms of Pedro Pascal. Oh, a, a miraculous recovery, in my opinion. Well, he was still limping. Yeah, but he was stabbed. Um, but whatever, she sewed him up. Where do you think they go next? Well, they're still looking for... Oh, I think they're going to head back to where his brother is. That's you, my do you guess. Think they'll be successful on their endeavor? No, I don't think they're going to make it there. Oh, but if you said there isn't a cliffhanger, I wonder if... Well, it's a cliffhanger of sorts. It's interesting discussing this with you when you haven't seen it because I wouldn't call it a cliffhanger, but you can certainly, you can certainly spin it as unfinished business in that sense. Okay, maybe they're while they're walking in the freezing snow, they stumble across the new place where um, what are they called again? The fireflies. The fireflies are. But then we don't actually know if they're fireflies or are they bounty hunters. We don't know. Well, I know, <laughs> but you don't know. I know, I know you know. But I was really worried that he was—he died a couple episodes ago. But then why would they do that? Why wouldn't they? Game of Thrones was notorious for. I doing know. That. Yeah. So I'm so glad he didn't die. Uh, I really hope he doesn't die when I watch tonight. I will spoil that for you and assure you that he does not die. Oh, thank God. Okay. Sorry to the listeners, but yes, he will be fine. Okay. Oh, and maybe they come across a couple clickers. We haven't seen those in a while. What's a clicker? I hear clickers are remote controls in, in, in my head. <laughs> the clickers are like the really crazy zombies that oh, can hear like but can't heads? see. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know when they had to be quiet? and yes, then yes, yeah. yes. So clearly they aren't there because you didn't know what it was. Well, I know what you're doing in 10 minutes when we finish, and that's what you're going to watch is the season finale of The Last of Us, not The End of Us. Next topic, Scream 6. And this, <gasps> again, I will absolutely not spoil this. 
I saw the film okay, last week you. in theaters. I love the Scream franchise, oh, and this one was a lot same. of fun. Why haven't you seen this one? Well, it just came out. I, I, I've I been busy. And also, <laughs> like, why didn't you invite me to come see it with you? Oh, long story. No one, no one's going to want to hear this story, so. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. rude. But I'm going to see it in theaters. I see, I've seen every Scream in theaters. Ooh, okay. Well, the first Scream came out in 1996 when I was nine years old. Everyone can do the math there for themselves. Okay. Um, well, I was 13. Ooh. And I had to get a stranger to buy me a ticket because it was a 14A. Do you think people still do that these days? Because I, I don't, I, when I worked at a movie theater, like I was very like checking to see if there was any underage kids trying to sneak into rated R movies, but I feel like people don't care anymore. Yeah. I mean, this was 14A and we couldn't get in, but I also looked like I was eight when I was 13. So. I believe it. Well, you still look 22, so. Oh, thank you. Thank You're you so welcome. much. But this scream. I thought was a great addition to the franchise. It was so much fun. Um, it was kind of a bit too gory for me, if I'm going to be honest. And I could have oh. used a little more Courtney Cox. <gasps> Just a little bit more. Like, she, okay. she's there. She's definitely a vital part she's of the She's there, film. okay. But, like, I want, like, I want Courtney to be... I want it to just be like a Gale Weathers feature. Like, I don't really even need Ghostface in it. Just give me the Gale Weathers moment and I'm happy. Oh, she's the best. And I can't believe Nev Campbell wasn't in it. Well, you know, the film made over $65 million globally this past weekend, setting a franchise record. So I'm sure Scream Scream 7 will be greenlit. Um, And as we discussed, Nev Campbell is not in this film. She sat it out because of a pay dispute. And I have to say, it wasn't the same without her, but I do think she did the right thing. What do you think? No, I think she did the right thing because you have to stand up for yourself. And if she wasn't getting the pay she deserved, like the rest of the cast members, she well, should stick up for herself. I agree. I think, and, and she's it's, she she's lucky that she she works enough that she can make these decisions to sit out this franchise and be okay with where it's going to go. But um, they can't do another one without her. And they definitely have enough money to hire her for the next one. Yeah. What are and your feelings yeah. on sequels in general, by the way? Well, I'm lukewarm about them, except for the ones I love. <laughs> like Scream. Like Scream. Because it is sort of like a warm hug, like you know what you're expecting. But sometimes when you see a sequel coming out, you're like, oh, another one? Well, it's Get been, something um, original. Scream 1 came out in 96, which is over 25 years ago. So the fact that they've Mm -hmm. been doing this for so long and that we still feel that nostalgia kind of speaks to the power of that franchise. It does. Yeah, it's a really good franchise. And I really liked Scream 5. I love Scream 5. What's your least favorite Scream? Probably 4. Yeah, 4 was like... Because I can't remember it. it. Yeah, it was a weird time. It was like they tried to make like the old school and the new school characters merge, and it just didn't really work quite well. Scream 3 is also questionable, but um, Parker Posey's mm-hmm. in it, so she's great. Ugh, love her. Love her. Um, I don't know. I will not be surprised if Scream 7 comes out next year, and they just bop, 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 bop. And next thing you know, it'll be Scream 10. Oh, gosh, and we'll be 100, but that's okay, because oh, we're not 100 that's today. okay. We do yeah. have um, six minutes, so we still have two more topics. So next, oh, okay. I'm going to talk about Scandaval, which is for my reality people. Now, I confess, I've never watched 
an episode of Vanderpump Rules. I watch all the Real Housewives. But fun fact, one of the stars of Vanderpump Rules, his name is Tom Sandoval. When I first moved to L.A. when I was 22, I took a road trip with Tom Sandoval. We went to Big Bear together because he was working on this film and I had to drive him to set. He was probably 25 at the time. So that's my fun fact in the in the Vanderpump Rules universe. Oh. So you mean he's an actor and he actually isn't a waiter at Vanderpump? Uh, well, now I think he's transitioned into sir. reality star and restaurant owner. But the whole okay. Bravo universe is kind of ablaze this week because Tom cheated on his girlfriend, Ariana Maddox, um, with another cast member, Raquel. And that's pretty much all you need to know. But Tom and Ariana have been together for like 10 years. So this is like shocking, shocking to the viewers because they've obviously been together on the show. And he's been having this affair with, with Raquel for like seven months. And Ariana discovered it like by seeing messages on their phone or maybe a video. Um, I bring this topic up because in the Bravo universe, there are some, you know, not some not so savory characters like Jen Shah, the real housewives of Salt Lake City, who's in jail for defrauding older people. There's Erica Jane from the Beverly Hills franchise, who's been in a little bit of hot water because her husband stole money from, you know, plane crash victims. And then Teresa from New Jersey actually went to prison for some time for tax evasion. But yet, Tom Sandoval is actually getting the brunt of all this. And I, I want to know your theory as to why do you think people care more about this than, you know, the blue-collar crimes that are being committed by the Real Housewives? I, I don't, well, I've never seen – I don't really watch reality anymore. How are we friends? I don't know. Exactly. Um, but I, if I were to armchair expert this, I would say it's because – I think because the housewives sort of don't seem like they're on our level. Mm-hmm. Like they kind of seem like caricatures or. Larger than life. And the larger than life is the phrase I was looking for. Thank okay. you. You're and welcome. I do think the Vanderpump peeps just seem like us and we could go to the restaurants and see them and kick it with them. And so we maybe people think have been very involved emotionally in this relationship unfolding on tv i mean i remember when the show first came out i would go to sir and um which is a restaurant in west hollywood and some of them would be working there and it's weird um to have you know reality stars kind of in your presence but i also think you know cheating is something that kind of if you've never been through it i think everyone can imagine themselves going through it so i think that's why everyone's up in arms and he sucks yeah he just sucks i mean once a cheater, always a cheater. Always a cheater. Rachel said a. on Friends. I don't know if that was actually Rachel that said it on Friends, but I know that they said it on Friends. Oh, did they? They did um, hmm. at some point when Ross you know, and Rachel were on a break. What? It was a break! <laughs> Last topic, and I rushed to it because I know how much you love Kim Kardashian. Uh, she is your favorite celebrity. No, she's no. I hate her so much. Well, allegedly, hate is hate is a strong word, but um, yeah, sorry. But you can you can be honest about that. If you hate her, that's fine. No, I, I just I don't, I don't like her. Okay, that's as a fair. celebrity, Anna Winter apparently doesn't like her either because allegedly the Kardashians are not being invited to this year's Met Gala. Oh, thank God! <laughs> I saw a photo of Kylie Jenner at the Vanity Fair, and I was like, "Go home! This isn't your job." That's kind of her job. That's their well, job. Well, the Vanity Fair out. party? I know, but it was for Oscars. Like, go away. Their job is People to be out. People with talent are here. 
people with talent are here. So you've never really warmed to the Kardashians. No, never. I think they set a bad example for uh, the young, younger generation. Please continue. I'm going to let you go off. Oh, well, first of all, they're probably all on Ozempic and just pretending it's their diet teas that they're hawking on Instagram, which is dangerous. And they just tell you to like Photoshop or wear a lot of makeup, but they've had so much plastic surgery and they're just sort of perpetuating unattainable beauty standards and not being honest about it. Yes. Well, I think some of them are honest about, you know, their enhancements. Um, And I think, you know, I actually don't mind them. I actually find them harmless. Do I find them entertaining? No. Um, But they've certainly managed to capture an audience. So there's definitely something that I think resonates with a lot of people. Um, Do I think they're bad for society? I really don't. I just think they're, you know, people who wanted to be famous and they certainly bit off more than they can chew. And now they're all very, very wealthy. I thought, you know, Kim was going to be kind of the last one. And then Kylie and the next generation came up. So they're fine. Do I think they belong at the Met Gala? No, but also the Met Gala is silly. It's like, who cares? It's not like, it's not like they're, you know, being invited to like the Nobel Peace Prize ceremony. Like it's the Met Gala. Like do people really (laughs) care if Kim, Kylie, Kendall, Chloe, Courtney, Chris are not there? Like, no, No, we just like to see them be upset because they weren't invited. What does the Met Gala even support? The Metropolitan Museum Uh, of Art? Yeah, (laughs) it does. Well, (laughs) it's a fundraiser. The Kardashians will not be supporting them this year. But I want to thank everyone for being a part of my first episode. Chelsea, (gasps) thank you so much. This was a quick half hour, but it was fun. This was fun. Thanks for being my first. Mm, You know, I like to take the opportunity. Thanks. All right, everybody. You can find me at John Raphael 12 on Instagram, at John Raphael on Twitter. Chelsea, where can people find you? At Chelsea Ireland on everything. On everything. I'm one and only. The one and only. Thank you guys for listening to OK, Let's Go. I'll see you next week.